Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Oh man, just finished recording the interview that you are about to hear with Megan Rempel, another Megan. So of course it's going to be great. I had so many light bulb moments. I really want you guys to pay attention to at one point where Megan talks about the different clocks that men run on versus women. I'm going to leave a little teaser because I want you to really listen into this, but this is going to open up a whole new way for you to think about how to better align your time. You guys know I structure creates freedom, right? This is a a kind of up-leveled advanced way of thinking about applying structure into how you're planning and managing your time that relates right back to our cycle, ladies. It is such a powerful tool and so important for you to understand. So I cannot wait for you guys to meet the amazing Megan Rempel. Let's go ahead and get going. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, everyone, welcome back to Work Life Harmony. This is fun for me today because you guys get Megan times two. So our guest name is Megan, spelled the right way. Thank you so much, Megan. But I was really intrigued when I learned about Megan's work. I did a podcast episode quite a while ago about how our cycles can affect our productivity because I had come across this amazing article about it and kind of went down a rabbit's hole learning about it and then discovered that this is Megan Rempel's zone of genius. And everybody loved that other episode. I'm like, okay, I need to bring someone back who actually has the true knowledge, not just me regurgitating cool stuff that I was learning as I was going through this. So Megan, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then we're going to dive into this concept of cycle syncing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me, Megan. This is an honor and I'm really excited about this conversation. 
So I'm a wife. I am a mom of four and I've been a registered nurse for about 15 years now. And I've also been an online health and wellness coach for about seven years. And I was like a lot of women, right? I wore busy as a badge of honor. I prided myself on being the most overwhelmed, the most sleep deprived, the most exhausted. I could do all the things all day long for everyone, for myself. Like I could do it all. And I thought that I was a freaking rock star. I wasn't. I love that you're so honest about that. Thank you for saying that because I know I've shared that as well. And I know that we're going to be shifting into you now sharing that's not (laughs) you operate, but just thank you for being so honest about that. I love it. Yeah, you're welcome. And you know, that took a while for me to realize because I was just so proud of that. And a lot of that actually stemmed from my husband when we had our third baby. He actually went out west. I'm in Canada. So he went out west and worked on the pipeline. So he was gone for three months at a time, and then he would come home for four weeks. So I very quickly had to do everything. Like I felt like I had to do everything and be everything to, you know, at the time, my three little kids. And I was still, I was working almost full-time hours as a nurse. And I remember people saying to me, I didn't intend to go here, but I remember people saying to me like, how are you doing it all? Like, you're amazing. Like this is, I can't believe you're solo parenting and you're working and you're keeping up the house and you know, you're still like working on yourself and you're so great. And I remember like feeling just lit up with those compliments. Like it just felt so good. And I was like, yeah, damn right. I can do everything. Like, look at me go. But then my head would hit the pillow at the end of the night and I felt like a failure I felt so disconnected to my kids. I felt disconnected to myself. And it was just like this almost like anxiety of knowing I was going to wake up again in the morning and do it all. Do it all over again, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was working on myself despite being on this like hamster wheel of like, go, 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 do, 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 never rest. I was also creating these habits and routines for myself. So I felt like I was doing all the right things. I had a morning routine. I was eating properly. I was working out. Like I was living this health and wellness life, but inside I did not feel like I felt like there was such a disconnect. And interestingly enough, and I think that a lot of women will be able to relate to this is I felt at times like. I was on fire. Like I conquer the world, right? I felt so good. Exactly. Like I could do anything and things felt easy and inspiration was coming to me and I was motivated and I could bust out that to-do list and crush it and keep going. I was, you know, doing all the cardio workouts and feeling like a rock star in my body. I was eating healthy, sticking to like a meal plan and eating all the fruits and vegetables and lean protein. Like, and I felt so, it felt easy. I felt yep. great for that I week, was, right? For that week. Yeah. And then <laughs> yep. I would wake up and I would feel like, what is wrong with me? I felt unmotivated. I felt uninspired. I wanted to just like be by myself. I didn't want to be around anyone else. I didn't want to do anything. I started like questioning, like, do I even 
like my business? Do I even like my kids? Like, what am I doing with my life? And I would start to feel like a bit of a failure and almost like a bit of a fraud as well, because I was preaching this, like, work on yourself and life will be great. Create these habits and routines and nothing can go wrong. And, you know, what would happen is it would lead to such negative self-talk for me. I think that was the worst part was I would say to me myself, like, Megan, what's wrong with you? Like yeah. last week, you get were it right. together. Like, get why can't you just get it together? Yeah. yeah. Last week, you were crushing your health and fitness. Last week, you like were hitting business goals. You were on social. Like you, you were doing all the things last week. What is wrong with you? There is no reason for you to be feeling this way. Put your big girl pants on and yep. keep going. And I would, cause I didn't know there was another way of living. And sure enough, eventually I would feel, you know, quote unquote, back to my regular self and life would be great. And I'd be like, oh, that was a rough week. Like, you know, good thing that isn't my norm. Good thing I'm done with that. And that's never going to happen again, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, you know, I wasn't like very quick to realize that it definitely was like cyclical because Mm -hmm. I just assumed, okay, well, if I'm on my period and I feel that way, all right, well, that's a reason. But if I wasn't, then I couldn't relate that to my cycle because all I knew about my cycle was there's a time where you can get pregnant and there's a time when you bleed. And that is all I knew my entire life. And then all we're trained to do from cues is, you know, the whole, oh, she's being gritchy or oh, she's being naggy. Like we think there's the physical aspect of cramps or whatever, or the emotional, like, oh, she's just being emotional or she's kind of naggy. She's hormonal. And yet there's so much more under it. Yeah. Yeah. And I resisted cycle syncing, like the concept of cycle syncing, which essentially just means like aligning all areas of your life to the four phases that we go through as women. And the concept of cycle syncing kept, like, I swear the universe wanted me to go here. Like they want, the universe wanted me to learn about this, but I resisted it. You know, conversations would come up with other women and I'm like, nope, I'm not even entertaining that thought. I don't want to read about that. Like, nope, a podcast. Nope. I don't want to hear anything about a woman's cycle because at that time I said to myself, I will never use my period as a reason as to why I cannot do all the things. I will never use that as an excuse. Yeah. And I think for me, my first like, ooh, was, well, that may be great for other people, but what about times where I can't sync it? Like there are activities I have to do that I can't always sync. And so that was my first like, uh, I don't know about it. But I think when you instead embrace, well, how can I harness this new knowledge when I can to make sure I'm aligning stuff to maximize it. Right. Yeah. And I think I was so in this like masculine energy of Mm -hmm. I can do everything and I want to continue to prove to people that I can do everything. And the thought of like, you know, putting on my jammies and watching Netflix all day because I was on my period. I was like, hell no, that is for lazy people. Yeah, it feels like a failure, right? Yeah. And so, and I was just like, I was so obnoxious about it all. Like, you know, and now the work that I do is completely different than like who I was back then. But I just was like, nope, I'm not going there. And finally, when I did finally surrender to the concept of cycle syncing, I thought, okay, let me just, this is interesting. Like, 
this is interesting because the concept of like doing less, but achieving more More. really threw me in. So I was like, oh, I'll look at that. Sure. So I'm still going to get it all done, but maybe I'm going to do it more efficiently in a way that works better. Yeah. 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 So can you break down what those four kind of stages are? Yeah. So, you know, I think it's sometimes mind blowing for women to realize that there are actually four phases that we go through, not just, you know, a time where we're more fertile. And then of course our bleeding time, but there are four phases and the cool thing, the easy way to remember them is that they're very much in alignment with the four seasons of mother nature, especially if you live somewhere like I do in Canada, where we very much experience all four seasons. I do as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're smack dab in the middle of winter. So in the follicular phase, so this is essentially like right after you stop bleeding. So when your bleed stops, that's when you go into your follicular phase, which is like spring. And I always kind of use the analogy of like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz, you know, how when she hits the yellow brick road, and she's like, Oh, my gosh, like this world is beautiful. And there's so much potential and greatness. And, you know, she's like inquisitive and just excited about what's to come. That's kind of like your follicular phase. So you feel really good. You have lots of energy. And then after that, so that lasts for anywhere from like seven to 10 days, typically, then you move into your ovulatory phase, which is, you know, where you're fertile, where you can get pregnant. It's a very short period of time, like three to four days, five days, maybe. But this is our summer phase. So again, like high energy, feeling really good. You can do all the things. You're super, super social. And what I always like to point out is that most women, and I'm speaking to myself, I was trying to operate in that summer phase all month long. Like I was trying to crush out, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. and hustling right till it was time to go to bed. And you can do that in the ovulatory phase, like your energy levels and your hormones support that, but it doesn't support it in the other phases. But I was trying to do that. And I was trying to keep up to that because I thought, well, men, they're the same every day. They can kind of stick to the same schedule day to day, but they are on a 24 hour clock. We are on a 28 day clock. So completely different. And then after your ovulatory phase, you go into the luteal phase, which is fall. So think of what happens in the fall phase. We're like getting ready for winter. We're kind of like getting things. Gathering the nuts. Yeah, yeah. like almost like that nesting phase that happens before you have a baby. And you're just kind of like getting ready, tying up loose ends. Your energy levels are starting to dwindle a little bit. You actually might feel a bit more calm and serene if you're really sort of tapped into your cycle. And this is just really when you're like, you're just kind of slowing down. You're getting ready. Your feminine energy is kicking in. So in the other two phases, the follicular and the ovulatory phase, like spring and summer, your masculine energy is really kind of leading the way. And you're all about getting shit done and sticking to a schedule and, you know, doing all the things. And then you switch into your feminine energy where you're more like, ease and flow, leaning into your intuition. So yeah, that's, I noticed for me, it's that intuition and it's where ideas are percolating and it's a lot more thoughtful time. A lot more thoughtful. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it sounds like you're like, you've been, I was reading on this a lot and I've made some 
I'll share in a little bit some of the changes I've made, or at least to try to make with how I work for this. Again, I can't always do it, but at least being aware of it is really cool. That is key. That is key. Just being aware is the biggest step that you can take because you can't implement everything, especially all at once. And you can't tweak everything overnight. It is such, you know, something that you just continually to work on and build on, but just the awareness mm-hmm. will be a game changer for you. Yeah. And then of course, after the luteal phase, you head into the menstrual phase, which is your winter. And that's really when we need to take it down a notch. We really need to honor our energy levels. And when you actually start to think about what is happening within our body in the menstrual phase, like we're shedding aligning and our hormone levels are super low, which means our energy levels are low. And then here we are trying to push through and do a bust out like a cardio workout and trying to cut our calories and do all this and entertain and host this and attend this and crush the to-do list. Like no wonder women are on this like perpetual cycle of feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and irritable and disconnected because we are not using our cycle as the roadmap that it is designed to be. And I always think of like, you know, whoever created us, us, mother nature, the universe, whatever. I always think of this like person just kind of looking down at, on us as women being like, no, this Stop was doing yeah, like, I gave you this gift. I thought you would run with it. I thought that you would like utilize it to your advantage. And you're not, you're not you're even not. like paying attention, like wake up and pay attention to what our bodies are telling us every single day, because we're not the same version week to week. No. Now, how would you, because I know one of the biggest hurdles I had, and I still struggle with, with trying to align this is, you know, I can't always just say, oh, sorry, I can't do that. Or sorry, family, I'm going to go hibernate for five days and stay in alignment with where my cycle is. You all just manage it. What are some strategies that are realistic ones that women that are juggling a lot? I mean, you've got four kids. It's not like you can just go see you in about five days, guys. Uh, Fend for yourselves. What are some things that we can put in place that help us kind of help ourselves to be realistic with how much we can and can't align to these cycles? Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge, and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink Bee app. So open up either your app store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink Bee, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $4.99 US. I will see you inside the app. Yeah, I love that you're bringing this up. And you know, I always kind of use the example of myself because 
you know, I do, I have four little kids. I'm still working as a registered nurse. I have an online business that's thriving and growing. So I do have a lot going on just like every woman listening. (laughs) And we need to kind of take a step back and stop using the excuse of, well, I have too much happening in my life. I'm busier than everybody else. Yeah. Yes. And you know, what ends up happening is we always look forward to that vacation we have planned, whether it's like a summer vacation or a winter vacation or that weekend away with our girlfriends or our spouse or alone. And we think like, oh, I just can't wait to like, to just like go away and just not do anything and just relax. What if we had that sort of same, like, mindset around our menstrual phase. And that is just always our time where it's like, all right, take a load off, rest, restore, get ready for the next season that's coming instead of like just using, well, I can't, I can't, I can't create that space for myself. And there I will say like, I'm in my menstrual phase right now. I had to work a night shift two nights ago on like day one of my bleed, which is not ideal. Like it's probably the worst time to have a night shift because it's like literally my energy levels are at rock bottom. Well, I can't call the hospital and say like, I'm on my period. You hit me at day one. I can't. can't, (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I can't come in. So what I had to do was just be really careful about what I'm doing before and what I'm doing Mm -hmm. after. So we'll always have things that creep into our menstrual phase that aren't ideal we have children, like you have to go to work, you have to go on calls, do podcast recordings, like there's always things the house still needs to be clean, you got to make dinner, like laundry is going to pile up if you don't keep up with it. But there is so much that we can take off of our plate. So Mm -hmm. that requires us to really kind of drop like the label of I can do all the things. So just drop it, get rid of it. You can do all the things you can, you're amazing. You can do all the things you don't have to do all the things. You don't have to, you don't have to. So drop the ball. It's fine. Life will go on. And the more you practice this, the more that you will let go of that, like anxiety of like, but my life is going to crumble. If I don't keep up, like my business will fall apart. If I step back a little bit, like that was a big fear of mine. So if you have things that are coming up in the menstrual phase that you can't get rid of and have to happen, you need to just tweak things before and after so that you know you're taking care of yourself. So I knew going into my night shift the other night, my energy levels are not supporting this at all. So what can I do beforehand? Well, I make sure that I have childcare before and after because getting solid sleep and downtime before and after key, very, very key. I scheduled a massage appointment yesterday for when I woke up after my night shift. So a late afternoon massage that was just like, you know, something nice that I could do for myself, but also just to kind of honor where I'm at and just making sure that I'm, you know, hydrating myself for one and also putting the right foods into my body. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be trying to have, you know, a bunch of salads and chicken and quinoa. Like I'm going to really nourish myself. That doesn't mean that I'm eating crap or, you know, a bunch of unhealthy comforting foods, but I'm going to eat the healthy comforting foods, making sure I've got lots of soup made up in the fridge or chilies and stews and, you know, hot tea and like, you know, coffee, because I just like love coffee, but making sure that my body, that I'm doing the things that I can to honor the energy levels within my body. And that means a lot of comforting, warming foods, not cutting calories. In fact, we need a little bit of extra calories because our body's going through so much. And also this is not the time to be trying to 
fit in a gym session or to be going or start a brand new, huge project, right? Exactly. Exactly. So when you're aware of what you should do in each phase, it's amazing because then you get to your menstrual phase and you're like, Oh, weird. I feel like I have more space. I feel like I don't have as much on my list because I took advantage of those high energy phases. I did so much and it was easy and effortlessly to do it in those phases that I was able to get more done in less time. And now I've created this space for myself. And that takes a little bit of time. Like that's not going to happen. It does, but it's what I love about this is you know, for those of you listening that have been through one of my boot camps or have even been through the program, one of the things that we lean into a lot on how to better structure our time is that idea of alignment, making sure we're staying in alignment. And, you know, in in the weekly planning, I talk a lot about times of day, like, you know, make sure like, I know I don't need to do a writing task in the afternoon. It'll take me three times as long than if I do it in the morning. But this just takes that concept up to that next higher level at more that monthly or quarterly type of planning. And what I love about this is if you tune into it and even just spend a month really leaning into like, okay, where am I in my cycle? How am I feeling? How are my days going? I happen to be in the, I can conquer it all place right now. And what I love is I was thankful for this conversation with you because last year, and I've been very honest about it, got, it was a very hard year after my niece passed, just the wheels kind of fell off and everything. And I had gotten away from bringing my cycle planning into my more strategic high-level planning. And so it was something that I brought back at the start of 2022. And when I was planning for this week, I knew you're going to be in that place this week, Megan. And so I put three more times the stuff into my plans this week intentionally knowing I'm going to be able to get it all done. And then later in the month, the week that I know like, eh, I'm really not going to want to be doing much. I'm not going to have to because I'm front loading (laughs) while I've got the energy to do it all. And so this is where, you know, it can be such a powerful tool and an aid for people that are really wanting to lean into just maximizing efficiencies with their time. And then then we don't feel guilty when we take those five days to relax more and rest more because we leverage the time where we doubled down and got all the things done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And we and- don't expect it of ourselves all the time either. I know like next week, I'm not going to be pushing out what I'm pushing out right now. <laughs> yeah. And not. you don't, and you won't need to because exactly. you did do so much. And, you know, if you hadn't have done as much as you did in this phase, you'd get to your next phase and you'd be like, but I got to do these things. And it would feel like you're going through like sludge to get there. Like it's painful. We've all had that. Yeah. And it's the worst. And I think what cycle syncing, I mean, it's done so much for my life, but that's been one thing that I'm so grateful for is that I no longer feel, I mean, it still happens. I'm not perfect, but I, I don't often feel that like, oh, I got to do this thing. And like, oh my Lord. And you start doing everything but that one thing, but it's hanging over you. And you're just like, oh, this sucks. And it affects how you're talking to your kids. It affects your relationship. It's affecting like everything. Cause you just, you got to do this one thing, but you're like, I don't want to do it. And it feels just so terrible. And 
those are the things that really used to get me down and would affect every area of my life because I would, you know, I'm a failure. I suck. I can't lazy. I can't stick to anything. I'm not consistent. Like who am I? And being able to get rid of that has just felt so much better and just like reconnected myself to my body, I guess. Well, I love what you said about, you know, men are operating on a 24 hour clock and we're operating on a 28 day clock and how you just brought up that consistency. I think in this effort to be consistent every day, thinking that we too, as women are operating on a 24 hour clock is what's setting us up for failure. Whereas if we can say I'm operating on a 28 day clock and how do I create consistency from one cycle to the next. When you said that, those two clocks, I'm like, oh, that frees up this. I don't have to be the same every day or every week. And then, I mean, I had a couple of weeks ago, just one of those days where I'm like, I just can't. Like everything was hard. And then I had the, oh, of course, because I do, it's hard for me if I'm not very intentionally looking at a calendar because I, had an ablation thing done. So I don't always know. I don't know my cycles, even though it's all still happening. So I really need to have that awareness. And when I realized, oh, I'm in you know, winter, essentially, literally go give yourself the day to do nothing and stay in your sweatpants, Megan, and don't feel guilty about it because you know you're going to make up this five, six days from now when you're going to catch all up and you're going to do it all in one hour and be like, and now let me go solve world hunger. Cause I got the time to do that today too. And so for me, it's allowed me, and I really want to be more aware of it so that I can just sink into the nothingness when I can and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. And just giving yourself permission to do exactly that. But and you know, the thing that's so incredible about this, and for anyone listening who has little ones at home or teenagers, you know, anyone kind of watching you, I think it's so important for our kids to see us resting and relaxing yes. and not always in that like doing going mode. And I think it's so important for our kids to see us taking time for ourselves and when the kids come home from school and I'm just like sitting on the couch reading a book and they're like, whoa, mom, like, look at you. I'm like, yep. And this is what I did today. Like I really just took it down a notch or they'll come home some other days and I'm finishing up a call or I'm like on my computer in my office, still just getting some things done. I like that they see that that is normal and that's okay. Because like, you know, a few years ago, luckily my kids were young enough that they probably don't remember a lot of how I showed up, but I don't want them to think that being a mom or being an adult, being an entrepreneur requires you to be constantly going, yes. constantly Amen. doing, getting up at 5am, no matter what, like I'm like you, I love my morning routine. I love waking up early, but I also like them to see me every once in a while. They're like, did you sleep in today? I'm like, I did. I got a little bit of extra sleep because that's what my body needs right now. And they're like, oh, okay. I'm glad that they're not seeing me how I was showing up because it was unhealthy. It was not how well, I would also, want them to do it. Yeah. And it has our kids going, so is this what being a grown-up is yeah. going to look like? That doesn't look like a whole lot of fun. Like I know yeah. my daughter's favorite is like, if it's a yucky weekend day, I'm like, sweatpants and movie time. She's like, oh my, like that's, you know, best day ever of just 
veg time. And I'm like, yeah, this is important for all of that. Oh, this has just been like the fun and the joy and the rest, as well as the hustle. Like there is a time to hustle, but there's also a time for you to like slow down and take care of yourself. Oh, this is so amazing, Megan. I am so grateful that you prioritize the time to be here and share all of this with our audience today. Where is the best place for people to connect with you, be able to really dive into this more and really, you know, enter into this space with you? Yeah. So I don't have anything super fancy, but if you come over to Instagram, (laughs) I'm always on Instagram. I love sharing about cycle syncing. So I'm just you know, in my stories every day, I'm sharing, you know, kind of where I'm at and what that means. My content is mostly geared towards cycle syncing. So you can learn a lot. Just, I mean, you can learn a lot from just following someone on social, like being a silent creeper, you can learn so much. There's some freebies in my bio. If you click the link in my bio, there's actually a getting started with cycle syncing freebie, which will just give you the very basics of just how to get started. Like right away, like today, you could get started on your own cycle syncing journey. I do have monthly programs that I run and the information's all in my bio, but- And what's um, the handle on Instagram? It's at Megan Rempel 4 Okay, perfect. We'll put that in the show notes, but I love it when it's easy. Like it's your name. We can find you. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I'm an open book. I love, love, love connecting with women and having conversations. So send me a DM if you have questions or it was just like a light bulb moment. I love hearing about light bulb moments from women on cycle syncing, because once you know this stuff, you can't unknow it. Like it's impossible to unknow it. Even if you're like, Oh, I don't know. That sounds like, sounds nice, but it won't work for me. It'll be like the next time you're having one of those, I can conquer it all days. You're going to be like, Ooh, I must be in summer, even though it's November. Like it'll start. (laughs) I loved your four season analogy. That was so helpful. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you again so much, Megan. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Megan. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.